0: Hey everyone, Sharon here, joining you with our next episode of Bring the Buzz Back. It's day four of this series. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it. I really feel amazing about this seven-day social sleigh. And I want to share with you all of the bits and pieces of wisdom that I have that has helped me transform, and that I certainly hope is going to help you as well. So tonight, I'm going to talk about um, I'm going to talk about how to start your day, and the things that you could be doing that might improve the way that you show up in the world for that day, and. Um, and make a difference in your life, help you bring back the buzz. So have a think about um, how you start the day every morning. Um, It's quite common now for people to um, have their phone in their bedroom. I know that Adam and I still do, even though it's a habit we would like to get out of. When I find the right alarm clock, then it's gone. It is so gone, it'll be in the office next door. Most people these days still do have their phones on their bedside because they use them as an alarm clock. And so by default, the first thing that they do... Is roll over in the morning, grab their mobile phone and start scrolling. Um, it's probably one of the worst things that you could do because the first thing that we either do is we check our email, um, we might check our text or messenger messages, we might look at social media, and straight away the world is giving us messages that we need to be something or do something or um, think something or whatever it may be before we've actually had a chance to awake from the time in the day where our subconscious brain has actually been doing the powerful work um, that it does. And that is when we're sleeping. So when we're sleeping at night, um, our subconscious brain or our subconscious mind is doing its most powerful work. So when we wake up first thing in the morning, grab our mobile phone and start looking at whatever, um, or or flicking on the TV and absorbing all that might be, you know, on the news or whatever may be on morning television, we're actually chopping off that opportunity to expand that mindfulness that occurs during the night. So first thing in the morning, we've got a beautiful opportunity to really leverage all of the work that our brain has been doing while we've, while our body has been resting. So our body's been resting, but our brain during sleep is usually very, very active. And it's that deep subconscious work. All this works on brain waves. It's really interesting stuff. Um, but it's that deeper subconscious work that happens when we rest during the night. So we've got the opportunity first thing in the morning to actually harness All the great work that our brain has been doing while we've been sleeping, so that when we open our eyes to start our day, rather than the world giving us a whole heap of other messages, we can tune into ourselves and just expand all those beautiful things that our brain has been working on overnight. Now, it might not be apparent to you straight up, um, but the more that you work with this, the more that you'll be able to wake in the morning and go oh right okay I want to write about this today I want to talk about that I want to be that person in the world today so it's really really powerful is actually having a morning routine that allows you just to open and expand all of those things now a lot of people in the world transformational coaches mentors life coaches fitness coaches personal trainers you name it a lot of them will tell you that first thing you need to do is bounce out of bed and your best time to exercise is the first thing in the morning and all of that stuff. Um, I'm not going to tell you that because we all operate on very, very different time and mode schedules. So by that I mean at Feminine Core Beings, we are plugged into our soul modes and setting that for ourselves every single day doesn't work for most women okay we might feel like that 25 percent of the time but for the other 75 percent of the time we're going to go no that actually doesn't feel good i'm resisting that so rather than us wake up in the morning and feel crappy because we're already fighting the day um, I'm going to say throw all that advice out the window and a better idea is to do what feels good, but do something. Okay. And this is why soul modes are so important. Knowing and working with them, it still moves the needle on your life, but it's not having you do things that just feel crap. Okay. The whole idea of common Construct of whether it be personal training or life coaching or anything. Most of those things in the world are very masculine constructs. And so, you know, there, you know, you've got to be consistent. You've got to be consistent. You've got to do it every day. You know, when you do it every day, it compounds. Well, the truth is that is not sustainable long term for particularly for most women okay it might be sustainable for a little while but women will get to a point most women i'm not speaking everybody and i'm talking when i say women i'm talking about feminine core beings okay um doesn't they don't have to actually be female by definition but feminine core beings um i just use the word woman or women um because it's shorter than saying feminine core beings every time. Um, But in all honesty, we, the way that we are programmed, that doesn't feel good for us. We are, we're creative chaos. We're all about, you know, all of this stuff. And yet we've been trying to jam these routines and, um, you know, these really tight kind of constraints on ourselves that we're not designed to actually work with. So it may come as a surprise to you, but this transformational mentor is not gonna tell you that, <laughs> okay? Um, and I'm different because this is, you know, part of what I do. It's, I integrate soul modes into what I do. And that means I toss all that other stuff out the window. And when I work with people, I work with them on a level that feels good for them. We're still moving the needle, but it gets to feel good. So, um, so all of that idea about, you know, got to get up in the morning, you know, got to exercise, got to have this, got to do that, blah, 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 blah. No, forget that. Um, forget all of it because the way that you need to actually set yourself up for success, long-term success on your life is decide what feels good for you in each mode and then plan to do that. So when you wake up in the morning, um, you you know, go with what, you know, plugging into yourself and your intuition and your soul and speak to it and ask it what it wants and then go do that. Okay. Rather than scroll, um, or flick on today or, you know, sunrise or whatever, still do something, but it doesn't have to look like perhaps what you think it might have to look like. All right, so what I thought I would do is share with you the things that I do quite commonly in the morning. Now, this, this tends to be my default morning routine. Okay, so it's not always a perfect science. Sometimes I might change, miss things, rearrange the order of things, but this would have to be probably when my morning flows like this, I know that I'm in for a good day, okay? Um, You won't hear exercise on it, Uh, And it's not because I don't exercise of a morning. I usually exercise of a morning in the warmer months of the year, um, but I don't get out of bed early in the winter because that just doesn't feel good for me. So I much rather exercise, you know, after the kids are off to school um, in the middle of the day or perhaps even in the evening before I go to bed, just a gentle stretch or whatever it may be. So I'm not inclined to do heavy exercise in the winter. Just it's not my jam. I just don't enjoy it. Um, I make no apologies for that. I still move my body, um, but I just don't do full out exercise. All right. So um, that doesn't mean that that's all good for everybody. Okay. So, you know, do what feels good. All right. So my morning um, now, like I was saying in the beginning, when we wake up is the most powerful time of the 24-hour cycle to harness the the work that our subconscious mind has been doing because it's been doing the deep work while our conscious brain has been resting. So we can can harness that by waking in the morning. Um, What I like to do, some people, you know, everybody's different with this. So chop and change, whatever fits you. But the first thing I like to do in the morning is actually meditate. I have an 11-minute meditation that I like to do Um, it's called an I am meditation and basically it allows me to plug into who I get to show up as in the world on that very day, rather than the world telling me, this is how you're going to show up or you're not good enough or you can't do that or, you know, you're not this enough or that enough or whatever it may be, I get to decide and I'm consciously choosing. To decide that, um, so I send my brain messages that says you can do that. You're all those things, okay? Um, so I've got a great I am meditation. Um, I just listened to it off YouTube. Um, I am going to create one on my podcast. So stay tuned for that because. There's things in it that I would like to change. Um, It's also a male's voice and I would prefer to listen to a female voice. Um, Just personal preference, but I just find it more soothing listening to a woman's voice. So I am going to re-record another one um, at some stage. But basically... Um, If you search in YouTube, I am morning meditation, the statement I am is very, very powerful. And those who have been following along, you would know that when it comes to things around affirmations, I'm very passionate about that. And affirmations that are really powerful, very, very powerful affirmations can start with the words I am. Um there's been lots of research on this. Um I think it's Wayne Dyer is he's huge, he's a big guru um on this stuff and he speaks very strongly about the starting an affirmation with I am. So the I am morning meditation that I listen to, I think it's by a guy called Jason's Sp- Stevenson. um anyway he has an Australian accent a male voice and it's quite lovely to listen to there's you know there's sort of like sounds and music in the background and for 11 minutes I lay there and absorb messages um, of I am statements so I am powerful I am co-creating a universe of magnificence now one thing I really did notice is um I started to do this at the beginning of the year. I kid you not, I did it solid every day for three weeks. Total change, like absolute game changer. I really and truly felt the benefits of listening to that same meditation every morning, first thing in the morning. I did it every day. And if there was a day that I missed it, I always listened to it before midday. So I was still getting it into my brain. Um, and on those days I had often listened to it twice. So really powerful statements are a game changer, but that was my way of meditating. Now, meditation um while we're talking about meditation can look like a whole range of different things but one thing i hear so often is people feeling like they're getting meditation wrong you don't need any certificate any qualification any guidance even when it comes to meditation there's a few very very simple rules um and in fact i'm just going to write it down now because um i have a 101 a meditation 101 guideline Um, I'll post it on my page so you can um, grab a screenshot of it and save it. But it will really reassure you that meditation, it doesn't mean anything that's scary. (laughs) Um, it, It doesn't mean what you think it might mean. So meditation, people, there's a real misconception that people think that when we meditate, we have no thoughts. Nothing comes into our head. It's absolute stillness and nothingness that's not the case at all. When we meditate, we're human. We have thoughts. It's part of the process. Having thoughts is part of the process of meditation. So allow those thoughts to come in. But the key to meditation is is what you do with those thoughts. So if you entertain them, then you're going to have some disruption to your meditation. If you let those thoughts go, then that's going to be, it's going to serve you better. But it's not normal to not have thoughts, okay? So um, you can take some comfort in knowing that. Let the thoughts come and then sweep them away and try and return to the stillness of the moment. Um There's lots of ways that you can meditate in terms of things that you can listen to or you can listen to nothing. Personally, I prefer to have something in my ears. So I will have... um I will have an affirmation type meditation. Um, I will have a guided meditation, which is where it's almost like a visualization where someone's guiding me through something. So it might be a body scan. Anyone who's listened to my podcast, the whole shameful one episode of it got to get around to that. Um, but on my podcast, I do have a body scan. It's a like five minute body scan, but it's just literally lying still and experiencing, um, relaxation from your toes all the way up your body. So that's a guided meditation. Sometimes guided meditations can look like, um, you know, more in depth, visualizations where you reveal something in your subconscious that you're dreaming of or wanting to manifest or bring into your life. Um, so there's that, but then there's also meditation where there's stillness or nothingness, or, um, some people like to listen to binaural beats, which are quite good. I like to listen to those when I'm really trying to focus in on what I'm doing as opposed to meditating. But, um, at the end of the day, there's no rules. Here's the thing. If you're meditating and you're irritated by something like, you know, maybe there's a fly or whatever, brush it away and get back to the meditation rather than allowing it to irritate you, okay? That's, that's an annoyance. So coming back to stillness as quickly as you can is more powerful than being irritated and distracted by something. Look. The thing about meditation, particularly for women, is something that I've really been learning about, and what I've realised more reg- more recently, just in the last probably three months, is the importance of not just stillness as a feminine core being, but also embodiment. Okay, you need to have you need to have the yin and the yang, okay? Otherwise, um, as women, we just get all blocked up, okay? Um, If you look into all the ancestral stuff around uh, meditation, prayer, yoga, they're all masculine constructs. So um, it's great that women adopt them and we zen out and we love it. Um, But if that's all we do, then eventually we're gonna be angry, (laughs) So if you don't want to be angry, you need to move your body as well. Um, And finding an opportunity to, you know, move your hips and dance or, you know, reconnect with your body and realize that you are a body is very, very powerful as well. So I really encourage embodiment work as well as stillness, meditation, yogic type work. Um, Okay, so meditation... I'll put up my 101 sheet so you can all have a look at it and save it to your phone. Especially people who are new to meditation, because I know how scary it is. I kept putting it off, even starting it. Like I kept people kept saying, "Oh, you know, you got to meditate." And I used to think, "Oh, but I don't know what I'm doing." And then once I got into it, it's really amazing. Like it's it's very life changing. So I encourage you to do it. Um, there's really no rules. Just get comfortable and get down to it. Another great tool is called Insight Timer. It's an app that you can download to your phone. It's got hundreds, probably thousands of meditations that you can do in every flavor. So it doesn't matter what kind of meditation you like, um, have a go at that. The other thing I will say about meditation is it's like any other muscle. The more you flex it, the stronger it gets. Please don't start off by thinking, oh, I'm gonna sit down and I've go to yoga for 15 minutes. I'm gonna sit down and do a 15, 20 minute, half an hour meditation session. It will be torture, okay? What I found is um, when I was starting, I would meditate. I would aim for 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes. Usually I couldn't go to 10 minutes. It'd be somewhere around seven to eight when I first started and I'd start to get frustrated. I learned pretty quickly that actually trying to stick with it to see out the 10 minutes was just annoying. So don't try and do that. It's not a good idea. Just meditate for as long as you feel, okay, I think I'm done and then let it go. Okay. You can finish it up rather than persist with it and it feel yucky in your body. We don't need to feel like that okay so that's the first thing i start my day with is the i am meditation but there's every different type of meditation that you can do for me it's a way of one deciding who i'm going to show up as in the world that day and two it's actually me realizing um and harnessing all the deep subconscious work that my brain's been doing whilst i've been asleep so meditate Okay. Second thing I do in the morning straight after that is I grab my journal. I always keep it on my bedside table. It's my soul modes, um, 90 day diary. So it goes for three months. Um, it is my personal diary, but it also, um, has my soul modes and my journaling page for each day. Now, I do have another journal where I write more extensive downloads, but I don't write in that every day. Um, This one is where I just want to spill something out every morning. And sometimes it looks like a list of things to do, but wherever I can encourage it, I try and make it something that's more powerful. Something that is about, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. And this is what I've decided about today, okay? This is who I'm going to be today or whatever it may be. It might even be something on a deeper level, a little bit more philosophical about something. It might be something that is just has annoyed me and I just need to get it off my chest. I can write about it and say, this made me angry or upset or rejected or unworthy or whatever it is. And I write it down. I lovingly take a look at it. I accept that I've, I've dealt with it um, or, you know, I try as best as I can to deal with it and then I move on with my day. So, um, I will eventually sell the soul Modes diaries, but I don't have them just yet. However, I have a discount code for free shipping. So if you're interested in one of these, um, you can get them from carlymarie.com forward slash shop. And then on checkout, use the name Sharon as your, um, as your discount code to receive free shipping. I cannot recommend these diaries more highly this is my second one so I've done a full three months with one of these and I'm halfway through my fourth month with it and I've definitely decided that I'm going to stick with it so I know that I spoke about this um previously this week but there's a lot of power in our brain body connection in writing Not only our thoughts, our feelings, who we are, where we're going, um, but also affirmations down as well. So um, take the opportunity just to write it out, even if you're just working on one thing, okay? You don't have to have a different affirmation for every day. Um, You know, one of mine is time expands for me. I have all the time I need to balance my day. I have all the time I need to balance my day. I have all the time I need to balance my day. I repeat it and I repeat it and I repeat it and I repeat it. So when I feel like time is closing in on me, then you know I say things like, time expands for me. I have all the time I need to balance my day. I'll write it in that remember box. Okay, that'll be something that I'll write particularly on a day where my diary is chockers. I don't have a moment to scratch myself, okay? That is a really daunting thing in the morning when you get in your journal, so obviously I do my journal on this side, And then the next thing, of course, is I'm looking at what's on the other side and it's full often, Um, it's very full. Um, So that can be quite daunting, but reassuring myself with positive affirmation is incredible like it changes our chemistry it it, there's science behind this okay it's not woo woo it's actually science based that we can change the chemistry in our brain by sending it positive messages repeatedly it's fact go look it up It's no BS guys, it's a thing. Okay, but you've got to do the work, all right? You've got to do the work. It's not, it doesn't come from nothing. And I have to say, like I've been told this, I've been told this for a long time by my mentors um, and it took me probably, you know, if I'm being honest, probably 18 months of going, yeah, yeah, I've got to do the work, got to do the work, but I was improving. But when I actually really started to do the work, then the growth is more rapid, okay? So that's the journaling. All right, next thing I do is I draw now, previously I drew one of my soul oracle cards, but now I draw one of my affirmation cards. Um, And I designed these because I wasn't happy with the soul oracle cards. They didn't provide me with the, um, the subconscious messages that I know my brain needs in order to actually make significant shift so um so really i went about designing my own i took inspiration from lots of different places including my i am morning meditation my soul oracle cards one of my mentors richard bliss Brook, who's the author of the book mock two with your hair on fire that's m-a-c-h numeral two with your hair on fire um really really powerful stuff So normally I will shuffle my cards. Um, I tend to draw them intuitively uh, on most days. However, if there's something that I know is coming up for me and it keeps coming up for me, then I will look for a card that is in that category and addresses that needs. So I draw that affirmation card. Oh, now I've put it down. All right, and then this is what I do with it. So usually I'll put the rest of my cards away. Um, I put them away until the next day. I will always leave this card. Oh, so this is like a little, um, once I get up, I do my affirmation card. So I'm up out of bed, my feet are on the ground and I go to my dressing table. And on my dressing table, I have my cards and I have my oils. And I have my oils laid out in the order that they are To me, it's like my little shrine, okay? It's my little shrine to me, okay? Um, And for me, it's all about blessing myself for my start of the day. So I go to my affirmation cards, I do that. I choose my card, I have a look at it, I recite it, I, you know, take it into my brain and then I usually leave it on the top of um, my, my deck of cards or I might prop it up on my dressing table so I can sort of see it when I go into my room. The other thing I do is get my phone, take a photo of the card um, and I set that as my desktop on my phone for the day. Now, I don't do that every day, but I do it quite often, especially when I get a card that's really speaking to me. Um, I always do it and I will often leave it there for a few days or maybe even a couple of weeks. And then when it's time for a change, I'll change it up again with one that is speaking to me on a powerful level. So I, have, I do my cards and I leave them there. Then I move on to my oils. And like I say, this is, you know, it's all about the beautiful things. I spoke about this yesterday with environmental wellness my bedroom is a shrine my bedroom is sacred you know it's a beautiful place where i want to feel luxurious and nourished and and loved you know my bedroom is a place of love and whether your bedroom is a place of love with you and a partner or you and partners or just you You know what does your room say about you you know when you get up in the morning if you're looking around and there's shit everywhere then it's probably not going to be making you feel really good um i've learned that from experience okay because i am no clean freak right now i've got a pile of washing in my room that i need to deal with and it's driving me crazy because waking up and looking at that is not a good start to my day So create yourself a beautiful space in your bedroom, you know, before you even leave your room, treat your room as a beautiful space where you can feel nourished and comforted and safe and you have the beautiful things around you that you love and that make you feel amazing first thing in the day. All right, so I do my cards and then I move on to my oils and I'll give you, I don't, I'm not gonna go through, oh, I may as well. I'll go through the order of my oils that I do. I'm just rearranging them, because, of course I know the order. Okay, um, first thing I use is Progestins Plus, okay, by Young Living, it's a serum. Um, basically it is well it's natural progesterone so it helps me keep my hormones balanced it makes me feel good Um, I notice it when I don't have it or when I've run out of it in the past I put four drops of that on my wrist every morning um, and that is it's for wellness really Um, I don't particularly like the smell of it interestingly enough Adam does there you go Um, but it is fundamentally it's wild yam Um, it also contains vitamin E and, um, frankincense as well as a few other bits and pieces. So I put that on, as I say, I don't love the smell, but I know it does my body good and I love my body. So I've got to take care of it, right? It's all part of the shrine. Okay. You know, the old saying, this body is a temple in all honesty, if your body's not your temple, then something's not right. Okay. You need to, you need to love it. You need to fall in love with your body, um, the insides, the outsides, all the pieces of your body. All right. Next is Clary Sage. Um, Clary Sage is again, very powerful for supporting women's hormones, particularly as we age. Um, same, this is one for aging. Um, but Clary Sage is, you know, probably pretty important for most women after the age of 35. Um, uh, I never used to like the smell of it. Now I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Um, and I actually apply it directly to my lower abdomen. So right down here where my feminine organs are. Um, and I do that lovingly. You know, I don't slap it on like but oh, Yep. That's it. Slap it on and I'm out the door. Um, I try and, you know, I try and treat this ritual like a ritual, you know, um, for me, it's, it's a spiritual ritual, you know, I'm worshiping my temple. I am, you know, I am readying my best self for the day. Okay. Um, and again, I'm human. Not every day is perfect. Okay. I'm not going to go and tell you that I do this every day and I'm perfect and all that. I'm not. Okay. In fact, Half of these oils I just had to unpack because I haven't unpacked them from when we got back from Sydney on Sunday evening. So, um, But some of them were unpacked because I can't live without them, right? Um, So the ones I couldn't live without I've retrieved across the week and the others I've just plucked out here now to talk to you. Um, But then again, I've been on holidays. You know, game day starts Monday when we're back in action. All this will be set up tomorrow ready because I know that if I don't have this stuff in order, that my life feels like that. Um, Clary Sage, amazing for... Um, Balancing hormones, but I have come to love the smell and find it incredibly nourishing and soothing. So um, So apply that on but as I say as you do it Take the take the time to do the embodiment work. You know, I talked about the meditation and also the embodiment Here's an opportunity for you to you know, like swing your hips and just enjoy Massaging you know your tummy your abdomen whatever part of your body It is just take a moment, you know, a few beautiful, nourishing, deep breaths. It's going to feel good. I promise. Next one is NRG. And I apply this one here and here. I uh, use a little roller. It smells like, um, it's got black pepper in it. So it smells kind of peppery. Um, I just find that that is really good, especially as I drink a lot less coffee these days. I, I, I usually have one coffee, maybe no coffees a day Um, but this compensates for me. It still gives me the zing but I don't have to have the caffeine and all the acidic stuff that is in coffee so it's good for balancing your body that way. Um, Because coffee is good for the adrenaline that it gives us Um, but this helps with that. Okay, um, then I take Endoflex. Endoflex again, it's a roller and I just go like this there and there, and I can't say much more about that, but go check it out online, Endoflex, what people use it for. Um, just if, if that sounds weird to you, I, I need to be compliant with what information I give around essential oils and any and, and our products. So yeah, it's a bit unfortunate at times, but we don't wanna have people out there doing the snake oil thing, right? Okay, um, now here is where I get more to the, um, the spiritual practice for me. Um, so I do those first four that I've gone through are more for my physical wellness. Um, and th- but I know that they, they I find it quite nourishing. And then the next um, couple are more for um, more of a spiritual spiritual kind of thing. So I take this oil. It's called Envision. Um, It's probably, for me, the most powerful oil that I use for manifestation. So I usually put um, three drops, two, two to three drops on my left palm. I circle that three times. I inhale it. And usually while I'm inhaling... Um, I'm either reciting my affirmation or I'm just setting intentions for the day. I'm thinking about who I'm going to be, what I might've written in my journal. um, If it was, you know, if it wasn't brain dumping stuff, that's unpleasant, I'm focusing on, you know, my goals, my dreams, where I'm headed, my relationships, who I'm turning up as in the world, just breathing that in, that always feels really nice. And then what's left on my hands i just rub into the back of my neck sometimes up behind my ears so that's envision then i come to white angelica now i apologize in advance if you're about to start to think that i'm totally cuckoo and crazy um because If someone, well, the first people who told me to do this, I thought were crazy (laughs) Um, until I tried it and then I went, okay, there's definitely something there. I get it. Um, So this oil is called White Angelica. Um, It's not great for people who have high blood pressure. Actually, neither is So sorry if you've got high blood pressure. Um, But if you don't, this is an amazing essential oil. Um, What I do, again, is um, a couple of drops on my hand. There we go. Um, Even one drop of this is pretty powerful. It's very, very powerful. Um, Activate it three times, inhale. And then what I actually do with this is I bless my aura. So I usually do it eyes closed, just blessing my aura, just moving it around. A lot of this has got to do with the energetic space that we have around us. So our bodies emit a frequency um, beyond our physical matter, okay? So, you know, we're all atoms, but beyond our atoms, there's vibration. And so using this in our aura, which is, you know, you could call it aura or your energetic field or whatever you want to call it, um, is just really... I don't know, there's something there. Um, It really does feel incredibly powerful. Um, So what it's said to do is ward off negative energy. Um, And I have to be honest, I even feel better just waving it over myself now. Um, I've got to be honest, there's something in it. I can't explain it. I don't know. I would have thought, you know, if someone had told me this probably even 18 months ago, I would have said, yeah, total woo woo, sorry. Um, But after I tried it, There's definitely something there. So, white angelica is the next part of that. And then the last thing I do is um, the lovely Tamalee from um, The Good Beautician, who's one of our members in the Wandering Wellness Collective. She is a stockist for Heritage Healers. Um, They do a whole range of different types of products. Um, But one of the things they do is these um, naturopathic healing, in, uh, they're Australian wildflower essences. And um, definitely the water range of these. I'm a water person. Um, I just put one dropper of that underneath my tongue. I'm nearly out of these. I'll, and I do that morning and night. Um, and I just, it's a bit like a rescue remedy, but I quite like it. Um, And I do notice that it makes a difference. So I just keep doing it, right? When you're onto a good thing. So that's my oily ritual um, for the morning. Once I've done that, um, it's usually time to move my body out of my bedroom um, and... It depends sometimes I will do some movement um, the types of movement that I do is usually waking up my body and it often looks like tapping or um, just gentle movements, stretches that sort of thing so I might um, tap my thymus gland which is here oh that doesn't feel too good my thymus gland that's here underneath my chest um, I might tap underneath here under my ribs I might tap here in my collarbones I might tap under my arms. Uh, I might do some tapping on my face. So for anyone who's not familiar with these sorts of techniques, it's called, my um, temples, it's called EFT or Emotional Freedom Technique. Um, Underneath your nose, this is good for sinus by the way, your chin, and top of your head. And it really just wakes your body up. Um, it can also be good to reduce anxiety, um, a whole range of different stuff. It can help with lots of different things. So I often do that if my bo- I haven't moved my body much and I just want to wake my body up. I'll go through this body embodiment practice or body practice is what I call it. Um, I also do have a little um, a sheet on that that sort of or actually if you have a look, Um, Back in my videos, I'm sure that I've posted my movement sequence that I do with that. And there's probably a cheat sheet somewhere there as well. You can go check that out. Um, But it just sort of takes you through a range of poses. Sometimes I don't do a full-out yoga class, but I might do some postures. So the cat and cow is a good one. Getting down on all fours. You know, really pushing into my hips, pushing up into my shoulders. Um, But just waking my body up in the morning is just amazing like definitely helps for um definitely helps with that all right, um, then the last thing that I do, of course, is a beautiful nourishing breakfast. Um, I'm very fortunate that my husband is just Mr. Wonderful and um, always makes sure that he nourishes me so, so beautifully and I'm so, so grateful for that. Um, but probably one of the um, the breakfasts that I really enjoy is something with spinach and mushrooms tend to really help me in my day. Um Sometimes in winter, I do prefer, you know, sort of like the oatsy type breakfasts. Um, but wherever I can try and get some leafy greens in my day is always a good thing, um, and of course some fruits as well. And I usually top my breakfast off with um, a Ningxia red, uh, either as a um, as a red drink, and you can Google that; it's called um, red drink by dr peter minke m-i-n-k-e uh, there's a youtube video on that it's quite well known um, it uses Ninksha red from young living as well as a, a few other bits and pieces in it let me know if you want any more information about anything to do with young living i can help get you started Um, But I do find that that is a good way. It keeps me hydrated, but it also um, is amazing in giving me a huge hit of antioxidants um, as well as essential oils that are great for just making sure that my body is working at its absolute best. So, um, again, I'm not going to go and tell you to, you know, eat the whites of 10 eggs or anything like that when it comes to your morning practice. I really think that um, for women, the most important thing that you can do, like the most important thing that you can do is learn about soul modes if you haven't gotten a copy of the book yet please get in touch with me i'll send you a paypal link or if you have a look at the shop on my facebook page you can grab a copy on there um have a read of it keep an eye out there will be courses coming i'm only a few weeks now i think i'm less than three weeks away from um, my certification so i'll be fully qualified and able to offer um, tailored one-to-one and group coaching and mentoring around soul modes. Um, But it is a game changer because when we're not usually told, Hey, it's okay. You don't have to do that. You don't have to get out of bed at 5am and go and run the block. Um, You can do other things that feel good for you according to your own natural rhythm. And so, um, that's what um is my passion is saying no no thanks thanks but no thanks i'm going to do it this way and i'm not going to apologize for that so um that's why soul modes is a fabulous tool um of course don't forget affirmation cards so powerful if you are looking for transformation in your life it's a very very simple thing that you can do very easy um it takes no time at all you can do it while you're driving you can do it while you're washing the dishes cooking dinner having a shower whatever it may be but it is very very powerful so um Just to reiterate, the importance of setting yourself a really fantastic start to the day is every single new day is a new opportunity for you to decide who you get to show up as in the world that day. And what tends to happen is if over time we stop waking and deciding who we're going to show up as then we don't have that spark. We don't have that buzz. So if you are looking to bring the buzz back, something that you can do is make a positive start to every morning, even if it is just consciously deciding something, an emotion you want to feel in that day that feels good, something you want to do for somebody else, something you're going to feel grateful for, whatever it may be, Every new day is an opportunity for you to decide who you get to show up as and be in the world. So don't waste it. It's precious, okay? If you want to bring back the buzz, it's a perfect place to start. Start at the very beginning of your day. Look at what the beginning of your day looks like. Are you worshipping yourself or are you, you know, smashing a coffee, running out the door, not even having a chance to open your eyes or are you taking time for yourself? Are you, you know, thinking about your body? Are you thinking about your intention for the day? Are you moving and letting your body have a chance to wake up before you smash all those things that you've got to do in the day? Start with yourself and i guarantee that you will have so much more to be able to pour onto others start with yourself and start with it first thing in the morning that is more my wisdom for tonight i'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about tomorrow oh one of my favorite topics vibration tomorrow we are going to be talking about vibration vibration in our body spiritual enlightenment oils exercise movement food choices all the beautiful things to get you vibrating on that higher level to help you bring the beautiful buzz back into your world. Of course, if ladies um, in particular, if you are looking for a mentor, transformational mentor, um, I'm your gal, I would love to work with you. Please reach out. You and me, we get on a call. You give me a download of where you're stuck or your big dreams or the breakthrough that you're looking for. I hold a mirror back up at you and show you what's possible. I'll hold the torch for you um, on the path and, uh, and shine the light ahead so you know where to walk. But the beautiful thing is, is you get to lead the way. So, uh, And I've got your back. That's what it's about. So, if that speaks to you, um, then please do reach out and I will send you a link to my Calendly. We will book you in and um, I would love to be able to support you. Alternatively, of course, all these other beautiful things that I can support you with, um, soul modes, affirmation cards, of course, all of the beautiful products from Young Living that I love so much. Um, If you're after a fantastic diary all the things. That's what I do. And um, I do it because I love it. And I do it because it's all part of what I've done to make a difference in my life. And I want it to make a difference in yours. So let's work together. All right, my loves, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Much love to all of you. Thanks for sticking around. And I look forward to chatting to you tomorrow. Bye.